Hey, Story Pirates listeners, Lee here. Today's episode is one for the ages. We've got mermaids, basketballs, spies, and two very special guests, the hilarious Rachel Dratch and Broadway's own Will Swenson. All of that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Good morning, friends. Good Good morning. morning. What a beautiful day. Yes. Our recording of birds is chirping. The artificial sun lamp we use to give ourselves a sense of our natural circadian rhythm is shining. The hairspray is wafting. The hairspray is wafting? Can't you smell it? Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of hairspray in the morning. Brings me back to my third production of The Sound of Music in 1992. It was my sixth production of The Sound of Music overall, but my third of 1992. Hmm, our sonar is picking up an unusually high amount of hairspray in the oceanic atmosphere. Hmm, it's also picking up gossipy chatter, excitement, and a general feeling of unease. Nerves? Excitement? Hairspray? The only explanation for such a disturbance in the atmosphere is... A competition! Not just any competition. A competition in which high hair that stays in place is of the utmost importance. But where? And who? And why? And how come? Hold on, we're picking up a transmission from a nearby... radio broadcast? Wow, they say the ocean is over 80% unexplored. But there really is a lot going on down here. Hmm, let's see if we can hear what's being transmitted. 
back to the 65th annual mermaid competition sponsored as always by shrimp shrimp you know what they are i'm veronica pearl and in less than an hour all of our competitors will have the opportunity to show off beautiful elegant colorful tails for a chance to win the ultimate grand prize a walking tour of downtown san diego <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors Shrimp, shrimp, you know what they are. Wow! A walking tour of San Diego? A lot is at stake in this competition. <laughs> hey, do you all hear that? Hmm. Our sonar is picking up something else, too. It's picking up someone crying at the competition. Am I correct in saying that our sonar does a lot of stuff sonar doesn't usually do? Shh, let's hear what she's crying about. She sounds so sad. If only we knew her name and where she was, we could help. Ah, typical me, hiding behind a big shell and crying backstage at the tail competition in the back left-hand corner near the coat rack, wearing my distinct own costume. Ah, it's not a lot to go off of. If only we knew her... My name is well, I'm going to say something about this Meryl that I once said to the great Meryl Streep. Honey, I think you're going to need my help. I just like writing stories. That's a good line. What kind? And never gives up on your story. And I just got deep so I could think of all that detail and stuff. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The Soli Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. And we do it all from a submarine that just happened to stumble upon a bunch of mermaids who are having their annual tail competition. <laughs> what are the chances? You know, I miss the thrill of a good competition. In 2006, I was in a thespian competition where I stunned the audience with an experimental take on a monologue from a chorus line. People are still talking about it to this day. In therapy. Hmm. Okay. Why don't we do a story? Great idea. Okay, listeners, this first story is all about super secret, ultra classified, sneaky, undercover spy stuff. And it features Broadway's own Will Swenson. Here to introduce it is the author. I'm Isaiah and I'm nine. I'm from Ohio. This is my story, The Undercover Birthday. Secret Agent Zack, do you read me? This is a go for Secret Agent Zack and his secret agent walkie-talkie. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to have an undercover birthday. I accept this mission. You must keep your birthday party totally secret. I understand. No one can know. I've got it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. It's my special day now. I get to plan my own surprise. 
gonna do it in a special way now I'm gonna put on my birthday disguise Everybody's gonna be there But nobody will see it We've got agents anonymous Unnamed accomplices Just gotta keep it a secret I'm getting so excited Everybody is invited And the best part is that none of them will know It's an undercover Bake no cake No clowns, magicians or singers Cause revealing your plan is a rookie mistake Not gonna book a venue Not gonna rent a place The party gets started at time undisclosed The guest list has now been erased I know it'll be so awesome I don't see any obvious problem Gonna blow out my candles without blowing my color It's an undercover birthday Undercover birthday Mission now accomplished It's my undercover birthday And now to wait for the guests to arrive I'll be the secret agent king Soon as my doorbell rings Soon as the... Oh... Oh no... No one came to the party No one even showed up My whole life is a secret Why does keeping one more feel like it's just too much? Feels like it failed like no other I ask for permission and hope that you'll listen I don't want my party to be undercover So, you don't want your party to be undercover anymore? Yes Because nobody showed up? Yes And you want people to show up? To my birthday? Yes Even though that would compromise the original mission Well, to that I say put the kibosh on this outpouring of love here, but if I remember correctly, we have a mermaid to help get ready for the big tail competition. You're right. 
Shall we get on our anti-smush suits? Yeah! Let's go! Look, over there! Wow! It's like we found a whole underwater mermaid civilization! There are so many of them! We've got to get backstage and find Meryl. I think it's this way. Follow me! Shell, crying, brown costume, scabby tail. That must be Meryl! Meryl? Huh? Worry not. We are here to help you win the competition. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Wh wait, who are you? We're the Story Pirates, and we're going to make you a winner. Wait, where did Meryl go? I'm right here. Still floating here, right in front of you. See, this is why I'll never win the competition. I'm so boring. I'm practically invisible. Oh, that's not true, because we're here to help Meryl. Did she swim off somewhere? Nope, still right here, right next to you, in the exact same spot, still invisible. Okay, well, enough of this pity party, Meryl. The competition is in an hour, and we are going to make you sparkle. You don't get it. Every year this competition comes around, and every year I try to win. Why? Because my greatest dream in the whole world is to go on a walking tour of San Diego. I've always loved San Diego. As a mer-child, my bedroom shelves were covered in posters of San Diego. I have a t-shirt that says I'd rather be in San Diego. Every time I close my eyes to sleep, I dream that I'm in San Diego. Walking through Balboa Park, waltzing through the gas lamp quarter, doing the, the other things that people do in San Diego. But I'll never win! Because while every other mermaid has a vibrant, colorful tail, I was born with a tail that's dull and gray. Well, if we know one thing, Meryl, it's how to take someone from drab to fantastic. Will you let us help you? That's very nice, but I just met you. There's no way you could help me in time. I think it's best if I just continue to wallow in self-pity until the competition is over. Excuse me. Once again, let me say to you what I said to another great Meryl, Meryl Streep. I said, I know you have several Oscars, but if you'll hear me out, I, okay, you know what? This is actually, that's not applicable here. Anyway, Meryl, can we please help you? I guess it never hurts to try. And you know, the best way to do a makeover is in a montage. Sounds like a great opportunity for me to sing. Uh oh. Uh, singing. Fitting in words haphazardly. Makeover montage. Makeover montage. Trying to get some stuff to see if we can help Meryl win the competition and go to San Diego. But just a dream and a place she loves. Great montage, everyone. Quick, efficient. Eric, I feel like you could tweak the lyrics, but overall, great work. Makeover montage! Thanks, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. So, Meryl, how do you feel now? The same? You all just sang the song and danced around me in a circle without doing anything. Okay, good note. I hear your criticism, and I'm taking it in, and I'm making a change. <laughs> well, let's see what else we can do. How about we decorate your tail with some glitter and some paper shapes that you love? Meryl, is there anything that you're really into right now? Hmm, uh, well, right now I'm really into room temperature soup and small rocks. Okay, cool ideas. Um, how about we do hearts? Yeah, that works too, I guess. Let's do it. 
Look at all these colorful hearts and glitter. Wow, you look incredible, Meryl. Swim around and see how they feel. Okay, here I go. Wow, I've never felt so beautiful in my entire life. Look at me go, colorful and vibrant and, oh no, paper and glitter washed right off in the water. Yeah, paper and glitter and water historically don't mix too well together. Well, back to square one. Don't worry, Meryl. We'll try something else. I have an idea. How about we put you in a very dramatic theater cape? Well, okay. I guess it's worth a try. Well, look at you in that large dramatic cape, Meryl. You look mesmerizing, Meryl. Like a magician about to do a big trick. Swim around and see how it feels. Okay! Wow! Look at me go! Oh, I feel mysterious! Like everyone's thinking, only a really chic and interesting mermaid would have no use for sleeves! Oh no! The cape weighed me down in the water and I have sunk! I could really use a hand here! Yeah, I suppose a cape only works when it's not submerged in water. It can become quite heavy. Still in need of a hand here! Oops, yeah, here you go. And like so many days before this, I am, yet again, sad. Ugh, I just can't do it. Maybe I'm not meant to see San Diego. Don't worry, Meryl. We've got more ideas. I mean, I don't. I don't have any ideas. But someone else probably does, right? Somebody else? Please? I've got it. Oh, thank goodness. How about we attach small fish to your tail to help you do some tricks? I'd say it would work because of something to do with aerodynamics, but really, I just think it would be cool. Hmm, I, I guess. Hop on, little fish. Here I go. Now give him a whirl. Here I go. Whee! Look at you go, Meryl. You're the Tony Hawk of mermaids. Gliding effortlessly through the water. Look at those tricks. That's the most beautiful fish pulling a mermaid I've ever seen. I have never felt more athletic in my life. Look at me, whirling through this black. Oh no, the fish moved too quickly and caused you to lose your balance. Sorry. Get out of here, fish. It's hopeless. No, Meryl, come on. It's not a hopeless. We have so many more ideas. Like, what if no, you... No, no more ideas. I am done. I'm through. <laughs> I was a fool for thinking I could ever win the tail competition. Me? Go to San Diego? I don't deserve it. I don't have enough pizzazz for a place like San Diego, and I never will. Speaking of... You can't spell pizzazz without pizza, which is what I'm about to eat while I cry, because I'm dropping out of the competition. Now wait! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? 
Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Please, Meryl, come back. I'm actually still here. My tail got caught on this rock and I, I wasn't able to leave for my dramatic exit. Ugh, I really am invisible. A nothing, a nobody. Everything about me is wrong. Wait, no. I think that everything about us is wrong. Huh? Can I have a spot, please? Thanks. Meryl, we were trying to change you. But the truth is, it's not you who needs to change. It's us. I think I get what Megan's saying. You told us you love room temperature soup and small rocks, and we ignored you. Yeah. If you're going to win this competition, you need to focus less on what's out here. She's pointing to Meryl's tail. And more on what's in here. She's pointing to Meryl's brain. And what's in here. Oh, now she's pointing to Meryl's heart. Wow. Thank you, Peter, but we can all see where Nimini is pointing. Oh, did I say all that out loud? But how do I show them what's inside of me? I know how. By doing an interpretive dance. <gasps> Gasp. You're an actor who moves, Meryl, not a dancer who acts. And it's time to let that personality shine, Meryl. Go out there and tell your story, Meryl. Tell your story through dance. As my very close personal friend slash colleague, the esteemed actress Meryl Streep once said, for the last time, Megan, I'm not Meryl Streep. Why do you keep calling me that? Okay, well, get going and break a leg. <laughs> I mean, tail. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's me, Veronica Pearl, from earlier. I am still here coming to you live from the 50th annual tail competition brought to you by Shrimp. 
Shrimp. You know. I'm getting word that our next and final competitor is coming to the stage. Let's put our hands together for Meryl. My goodness, I've never seen moves like this before. It's like I'm watching a story unfold. And the story is very clearly about a young mermaid who loves rocks and room temple soup. It wants nothing more than to go out on a walking tour of downtown San Diego. There's so much sadness in the dance. But also, You're doing great! Look at her twirl! Look at her groove! Oh, wow, she really is telling her story! Yeah. Movement! Go, Mara! That was unbelievable! The crowd is going absolutely wild for Meryl, and as the competition's singular judge, I'm going wild too. The winner of this year's competition is Meryl! Oh my glam! I won! Not just that, Meryl. You're also winning a lifetime supply of shrimp. Shrimp. You get it. Thank you, Story Pirates. Oh, I never could have done it without you. We knew you could do it, Meryl. You had it in you the whole time. You were yourself, and you let your personality shine. And that made you as bright as the most colorful tail on stage. Let's celebrate! to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Ethan. I'm nine years old. I'm from Pennsylvania, and this is my story, Trapped in a Basketball. Hello? Luke, dude! Hey, Mike. Can you play basketball with me and Connor? Our YMCA team has a game later. Oh, right. If only my family hadn't been out of town when signups were going on, I'd be on the team too. Let me ask my dad. Hey, Dad! Look, don't yell at the house! Can I go play basketball with Connor and Mike? What? Can I go play basketball with Connor and Mike? I'd be on the team with them if your band hadn't played at your cousin's wedding during the signups. Oh, yeah! I had to learn all those Badfinger songs! Can I? Stop yelling! But yes! All right! Come on! Connor's already at the park! Let's go! Four, five, six. I feel like I'm gonna throw hey, up. Hey, Connor. Uh, um, 149. Doing push ups on his knuckles. Connor's intense. 150. Uh, knuckle push ups. Woohoo. Oh, hey, Luke. I didn't see you guys there. Glad you could help us warm up for our game later. It'll help us achieve flow state once we're on the court. We gotta go soon, so let's play. Okay, but I wanna be on my own team. So, me and Connor are on a team? Yes. Perfect. Two on one. Teammates versus Luke, who's a good player but isn't on our YMCA team because your dad's band was playing his cousin's out-of-town wedding during signups. Why does everybody keep bringing that up? Anyway, good luck, Luke. Don't wish him luck. He's on the other team. <laughs> Connor, love that you love competition, man. Let's do this. 
We got. Go past me, Robin. Hey, Mike. I'm going to trick you on this sick move. Wait, are you layupping? I'm not going to be able to block you. Layup. Yes. Score. Were you on that one, Mike? Oh, timeout. Team meeting. Mike, over here. Sure thing. Luke, hold the ball. Catch. Huddle up. Can you have a huddle with just two people, Connor? A huddle's not about the number. It's about the intent, Mike. Man, that was a great layup. I want to try that again. Here I go. Oh, no, I dropped the ball. And now I'm falling on top of it. I feel like I'm disappearing. It's so dark and I feel so small. It smells like... Like the inside of a basketball? Am I trapped in a basketball? Mike, Connor, can you hear me over there? Oh, look, here's the ball. But where did Luke go? I don't know. He probably got bored and went home. No, I'm in here. I'm trapped in a basketball. We got to go anyway. Grab the ball. Oh, no. Mike is about to pick up the basketball. Whoa. Ah, he hit my head. Got to find a way out. Maybe if I try rolling the ball out of Mike's hands from the inside, it will hit something sharp and break. Here it goes! Huh? Mike, ow, Mike ow, just threw the ball. Ow, ow, ow. I didn't! It just jumped out of my hands. I better not see any of that sloppy handling in tonight's game. Connor, you sound like Phil Jackson, and I love it. Well, that didn't work. I'm still trapped inside this basketball. <laughs> hey, Connor, look, I can spin the basketball on my finger. Oh, no, no, no! Pretty cool, huh? Not cool at all, Mike. It feels like my head is spinning. I was going so fast. Oh, well, glad that's over. Can't get much worse than this, right? Welcome to the YMCA League Game Sports Fans. It's me, Channel 3 sports news anchor and local celebrity, Maria Sanchez. I'm here announcing a play-by-play of tonight's game. Wow, sounds like we're at the game. Tonight's game will feature Connor's team, the Charging Geese, versus the Workday Hamsters. And now the ref is calling for the tip-off. Let's watch. Hey, boys, ready to have some fun out there on the court? Sure thing, Mr. Snydell. <gasps> Oh no, wait, that means they're using this basketball for the game. Let's have a nice game and see some hustle. I'm gonna throw the ball up on the count of three. One, two... Get ready for a bumpy ride, Luke. Three! And the hamsters get the tip off! Connor's not gonna be happy about that. And the hamsters forward is taking it down the court. I'm getting dribbled around. But what's this? The geese defense grabs the ball. Pass to me. I'm open. (laughs) I'm flying through the air. Got it. Sounds like Mike just got the ball. And number 33, Mike, now has the ball and is making a clear drive to the basket. Oh, no. He's up against a tough defense, but pivoting beautifully. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is like being on the scrambler at the fair. Mike must be pivoting beautifully. We're going back and forth. He's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Now he's still pivoting. He stopped. Raising the ball up over his head, looking for the open pass. That's like dropping in an elevator and then hitting your head. Achi machi. A gorgeous pass. Here I go again. The teammate catches it, dribbles it. Bounce passes back. Got it. Mike's got the ball again. 
Hope he goes for a soft layup. And he takes it up for some aggressive layuping. <laughs> it's circling around the rim of the basket. And around, and around, and around, round, 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 and... I hit the ground. But did the ball go through the basket or did it fall off the rim? I can't tell. I scored! Yay! If that was just one point, I don't know how much more of this I can take. I predict this is going to be one great and high-scoring game. Wow, that was one great and high-scoring game. The Charging Geese defeat the Workday Hamsters 132 to 206. What a lot of times for a ball to be thrown through a hoop. <laughs> I know one thing is for sure, that ball must be exhausted. And I made every basket for both teams. But most importantly, everyone had fun. Isn't that right, Mr. Slideout? Touchdown! Okay, this is Maria Sanchez signing off for tonight's broadcast. Good night, sports fans! Oh, what a fun game. But did you notice the basketball felt weird? The basketball felt weird? After all that bouncing and dribbling, I feel weird. Yeah, it did. And where's Luke? Wasn't he supposed to be at the game? The last thing I saw of Luke was at the playground when he hit the ball really hard and disappeared. <gasps> Maybe he got trapped inside the basketball. There's no way that happened. That's exactly what happened. How could something like that happen? I literally have no idea, but it's getting stuffy in here and I gotta pee. Wait, let's just check. Let's cut it open. No! Yes! Well, if we don't cut it open, then what do we do? We just cut the top open. So, kind of like my plan? Well, kind of. I'm gonna cut it open. I'll use my X-Acto knife from art class that's here in my backpack. I would never use this unless I had a bunch of guidance from my art teacher. Safety, Safety first. Hey, Luke, <laughs> are you in there? <laughs> gosh, I feel a little silly. Connor, Mike! Luke, oh my gosh, you were trapped in a basketball. But we got you. I'm pulling you out. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Luke, how did this happen? Well, I'll tell you all about it. Maybe over a game of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> We can't use this basketball, though. We destroyed it. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Lee. Hi, Ethan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Ethan, you wrote Trapped in a Basketball. Yeah. And how did you get the idea for Trapped in a Basketball? So there was this book I was reading called Trapped in a Video Game. Since I love sports so much, I kind of combined the two things together and chose one of my favorite sports, which is basketball, and put them together and I made that title. And then I started from there. Like, I've learned basically all of my writing from school. So I have to, like, thank my teachers for that. That's nice of you to do. Yeah. How did your teachers help you? They tell us how to edit out our stories when they're, like, small and make them bigger and more exciting. So I kind of did that in my Trapped in a Basketball story. What's an example of one tip a teacher has given you about how to expand your story? Well, when you're, like, have a story that's already written down and it's small, maybe a page or two, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to think real deep, look at the words you've already wrote, and see if you can add just a little more. Like, I was 
writing trapped in a basketball, and there was this part of it where I stopped, and I didn't know what to do next. So I thought deep, and I ended up with Connor and Mike and Luke going to the basketball game, and I just thought deep so I could think of all that detail and stuff. I love that so much. What does it mean to you to think deep like that? It's kind of like getting trapped in a thought like you're thinking of something and you're just you can't stop thinking about it thinking is so it's just so cool that we can do it yeah like our how did our brains even come together like it's so cool like there's always a bunch of myths about how it came about but i don't think they're true because they're just myths so it would be cool if scientists could find that out do you remember any of the myths that you're thinking about well, like, I'm Jewish, so go- I believe in God. So, like, God, it, a lot of pe- Jewish people say that God is, like, created the world in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, or whatever religion you are, whatever you think, like, God or whatever created one person, and then it just kept on growing, and it made into different families and everything. is just really cool. In your story, you know, Luke gets trapped in the basketball, but you never really explain how that happens. Is there an explanation for how and why he got trapped in the basketball? I mean, I was kind of using my imagination, so I think that the basketball was like magic, yeah. I think there's probably an existing thing that could do that, but they have to have like really high-tech stuff. Yeah, I think there definitely would be some high-tech science involved. Yeah. Is there some kind of technology that could be introduced to the game of basketball to make it better? So, like, there would be a device that they create, and you attach the device to the basketball, or maybe they put it inside the basketball, I don't know. And then when you're dribbling by the defender in some way, it'll just get around them. Like, that would be so cool. The automatic dribbler. Yeah, that would be so cool. That's an amazing idea. And, Ethan, now you have to go invent that. I mean, I think I will, or I'll try to at least, but... That might be someday. Yeah, it doesn't have to be right away, but I believe in you. I think you got this. I might be able to do it. And just when you're unveiling the invention, just, you know, remember the little guys like me. Yeah. (laughs) Ethan, thank you so much for talking to me today about your story and letting us perform it. You're welcome. Thanks, Ethan. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a huge thanks to today's authors, Isaiah and Ethan. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a character who learns to love themselves. Tell us who your character is, why they give themselves such a hard time, and then tell us what happens when your character learns that they are perfect just the way they are. What changed their mind? And how does their life get better? As always, Grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye-bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. 
musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cabalon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Drew Anderson, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Rachel Dratch and Will Swenson. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Keith Buxton, Maydell Clarice, Langston Darby, Alex Golden, Gabby Hornig, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Carly Mosley, Alexandra Nader, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Alica Piper, Peter Russo, Chris Simpson, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Undercover Birthday was written by Greg Smith and Minzui Karami and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. <laughs> you know, that trapped in a basketball story sure was kooky. Imagine someone actually getting trapped in a basketball. Like this one right here. This basketball... <laughs> would be pretty small for a person to fit into. If there was someone in this basketball, they'd be pretty cramped. (laughs) Pretty cramped indeed. Am I right, Peter? Yes, yes it is, I think. Quick question though, Lee. Where am I? Um, Am I trapped inside a basketball? That's what I'm inferring from from the sound and from your speech. Maybe? Well, I guess I shouldn't have eaten that 12-inch diameter fake free. And at the buzzer, he's dribbling. Oh, he's pulling up. It's Lee from three. From three? What do you mean? And he scores. Lee wins at the buzzer. Lee won the championship. The crowd goes wild. Wow. Lee, I just got to say, couldn't see it, but I felt it. And that was a great shot. Bravo. This is a basketball clap. Says I'm clapping from inside a basketball. Bravo, my friends. Are you there? Lee? I'm saying good job. Lee? 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 Oh, you're gone. Oh, you left me. Oh, you you trapped me in a basketball. And then you left me in a basketball. Huh. Boy, I gotta say, I don't like that. (laughs) But I get it. I mean, I don't, but I I understand. I mean, I don't understand, but, you know, I'm not upset. Well, you know, I am upset, but it's not your fault. Well, actually, you know what? It is, because you did it. But I don't hold it against you, I guess is what I'm saying. You know what? I might. I might hold it against you, especially if I'm here for a long time, which it's starting to feel like (laughs) that's the case. Well... At least I have some snacks.